WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light and Decatur in Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Fair Plain Middle School Principal Kelvin Butts has been named the Interim Superintendent of Benton Harbor Area Schools. The Board of Education approved the appointment Tuesday with President Deshauna Robinson saying the board asks, quote, that the community continue to fight with Tiger Nation as we revitalize Benton Harbor Area Schools as set forth in our strategic plan. She adds, quote, Tiger Nation second to none. Butts will transition into his new role with, with the departure of Superintendent Andre Townsville on July 1. He has a master's degree in teaching and a doctoral degree in educational leadership. Butts says that he hopes to be a, quote, servant leader and an agent of change for the students, teachers, staff, and community. Highway construction projects all across Michigan are being suspended for the 4th of July weekend. Michigan Department of Transportation spokesperson Nick Sharippa tells us they'll be removing restrictions on 100 of 162 projects statewide. Of course, in some places, the restrictions can't be lifted. I-94 through Berrien County, so a lot going on there connecting U.S. 31. So we're only going to have two lanes of I-94 open in each direction because we've got traffic shifted over while we're rebuilding. Sharippa says M-140 remains closed at Paw Paw Lake in Waterville. He urges caution on the road with an estimated 1.7 million Michiganders traveling 50 miles or more for the weekend. This is the highest rate of, of drink driving occurrences, tickets, and crashes every year. So this is the weekend when we all really need to pay attention. Shripa says work will be suspended where it can at 3 p.m. Friday through Tuesday morning. You can stay on top of construction projects at michigan.gov drive. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is advising Benton Harbor residents the bottled water distribution center will be closed on Monday, July 4th. Therefore, it's recommended everyone pick up their bottled water before the holiday. City of Benton Harbor residents can pick up water at the Boys and Girls Club of Benton Harbor's Fetig Youth Campus on Nate Wells Senior Drive on Saturday, also on Sunday and Tuesday. The Southwest Community Action Agency is hosting water pickups on Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Also, a water bottle recycling trailer is now located at the Housing Commission parking lot on Nate Wells Senior Drive. Bottled water is being given to Benton Harbor residents for free while the project continues to replace all lead water service lines in the city. The goal is to be all finished next spring. They're putting the band back together and bringing the show to Southwest Michigan. The Blues Brothers Band, headed by Dan Aykroyd and Jim Belushi, are set to headline... The Blues and Infused Cannabis Festival on Saturday, August 20th at Riverfront Park in Niles. Belushi announced the show while visiting a Cassopolis dispensary, Sunset Coast Provisions, whose parent company, Highway Horticulture, is partnering with Belushi to be the distributor of Belushi Farms products in Michigan. He told us more. Full 90-minute show. I got 11 people in my band, B3 organ, two guitars, two backup singers, harmonica player, bass player, three horns, and me and Danny. It is a show band. The event will take place from 2 to 9 p.m. General admission tickets for the festival are $150, with VIP tickets going for $350. Tickets can be bought at events.fairchild.com. More than 9,000 diapers and 5,600 baby wipes have been donated to the Berrien County Health Department so they can be given to families in need. The drive was organized through United Through Motherhood, which worked with local churches, the Kiwanis Club, the YMCA, and others to collect the diapers. One in three families struggles with having enough diapers for their babies, causing them trouble when they want to drop their kids off at daycare. 
Diane Young with Sisters from Another Mother told us more. A lot of my program participants rely heavily on uh, the diapers that we get from the Barron County Health Department when I refer them for help. And um, we have had some that has had daycare issues because they did not have monies to buy the diapers that they need for their children. The diapers were shipped out of Temple B'nai Shalom today. United Through Motherhood's Ruth Kramer tells us the donations and more donations are still needed. These diapers will go so fast it'll make your head spin. We want to get a semi-trailer full of diapers, which we can buy from this National Baby Diaper Bank, through Huggies at cost of 20 cents a diaper. That's 315,000 diapers. Kramer says the group is seeking to start a diaper bank. Whirlpool has pledged space for them to be stored while they're working with the Berrien Community Foundation on seeking grants. You can donate by emailing Kramer. We have her address at our website. You can also donate at Temple B'nai Shalom with a check right in the memo that it's for the diaper bank. More than 185 parcels of surplus state-managed land in Michigan will be available via online auctions in August and September. Michael McCaleck with the Michigan Department of Natural Resources tells us the DNR did a review of all property it owns and identified the parcels it doesn't maintain or need. They'll be sold off in auctions August 2nd through the September 9th. There are parcels in Berrien and Van Buren counties available, including one along Lake Michigan in Berrien County. So there is one along the lakefront there. It doesn't have any road access, and it looks like it's mostly a bluff. And, you know, the property description is dependent on lake levels, I'm assuming, for, you know, how much property is there because the legal description is written in that way. So buyer beware on that one. But, yes, there is a parcel uh, there along Lake Michigan. McCaleb says the auctions are done county by county, and the Berrien and Van Buren auctions will be August 18th. You have to register in advance, and minimum bids are required depending on the parcels. We have links to the right website at our website. The American Council of Engineering Companies of Michigan has honored local engineering firm Whiteman with an Engineering Merit Award for its work on the Cassopolis Transformation Project in Cassopolis. The project began in 2018 when the village of Cassopolis underwent a year-long process to update its master plan and community recreation plan. The project, which was finished in May of 2021, revitalized Broadway Street through the corridor in Kissopolis. Improvements included a new 19,000-square-foot municipal complex, a downtown streetscape infrastructure overhaul, and a public access beach on Stone Lake. According to project planners, the goal was to create a calm-down town area where residents and visitors alike can slow down, make use of outdoor venues, and become connected to the town and their fellow citizens. And taking place on Monday is the Berrien Springs Pickle Festival. The event was held in Berrien Springs every summer from 1995 through around 2005. Then it was brought back last year. Organizer Rhiannon Shannon tells us it was a big success last year, drawing a larger crowd and more vendors than expected. So why pickles? I don't 100% know because everyone who was alive during that time, this is only in the mid-90s, this is not that long ago, is pretty much still alive, everyone who's still involved. And I've had like 15 different stories as to why pickles and why the pickle festival. Susan says the pickle concept is fun and ridiculous. It may be considered a general celebration of all things agricultural. Whatever the reason, the Pickle Festival will feature more than 30 vendors, a pancake breakfast, a big wheel race, a pickle fling contest, a pickle decorating contest, a pickled piper tasting room, and more. Things will wrap up with the parade Monday at 4, the street dance, and then the fireworks at dusk. The activities will be held on the grounds of the History Center at Courthouse Square and the Library. We'll have a link to the schedule at our website. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report. (laughs) 
WSJM News now continues. More Supreme Court decisions were made today as a new justice was seated. Michelle Franzen has more. The Supreme Court issued two final opinions today before closing its term and ushering in history. Hi, Ketanji Brown-Jackson. I, Ketanji. Ketanji Brown-Jackson, sworn in as the first black woman to sit on the high court. Her mentor, St- Justice Stephen Breyer, helped oversee the ceremony just moments after he retired. Earlier, justices decided a key immigration case. Here's ABC's Aaron Katursky. In a 5-4 to four opinion, the U.S. Supreme Court said President Biden could end a Trump-era policy that kept migrants in Mexico while their asylum cases were pending in the United States. Chief Justice Roberts and Justice Kavanaugh joined the liberals in saying the administration's move to end the policy did not violate federal law as two Republican-led states, Texas and Missouri, alleged. In dissent, Justice Alito said the court looks the other way, while migrants overwhelm resources at the border. In a second opinion, justices ruled the EPA does not have the authority to put caps on greenhouse emissions from power plants. I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. President Biden today at the NATO summit in Madrid indicated he'll consider setting aside the filibuster in order to restore a right taken away by the Supreme Court. He would consider an exception to the filibuster rule, a change to the Senate rules so they could pass a federal law establishing abortion rights, cementing protections around abortion care with only a simple majority in the Senate, 50 votes. It's not clear whether he could get all the Democrats that he currently has to agree to that, but it's hard to imagine Joe Manchin would come around to the idea It's also an idea that's new to the president. California, which is vowing to be a safe haven for women anywhere in the U.S. who want to obtain an abortion, is putting out notice to women laying out their rights to get an abortion in the state. More from ABC's Alex Stone. In a consumer alert just issued, California's Department of Justice says to women, quote, you have the right to an abortion before viability. You do not need to provide a reason for why you are seeking an abortion, end quote. The alert says you have the right to an abortion after viability to protect your life and your health. It says you have a right to confidentiality if you're married, generally your spouse will not be notified about your abortion. He goes on to say you have a right to obtain an abortion without parental consent and that parents and guardians typically will not be notified and that you have the right to access abortion services for little to no charge. Could inflation be headed towards a slowdown? Consumer spending rose less than expected last month, up just two-tenths of a percent. That's the smallest increase we've seen in five months. Americans spent less on things like cars and furniture. Also, fresh figures today on inflation showed prices remain elevated, again, driven by high costs for goods and services. And, of course, we know that includes gasoline and food. So, in short, it's going to take a little time for the slowdown in spending to affect demand and then hopefully push those prices lower. President Biden at the NATO summit in Madrid today previewed more aid for Ukraine and pledged the U.S. and its NATO allies will continue to stand with the country, defending itself against an invasion by Russia. More from ABC's Karen Travers. President Biden announced the U.S. will give another $800 million in military assistance to Ukraine, including air defense systems and offensive weapons. The president, when asked, would not give a timeline for how long his administration will continue to support Ukraine in its fight against Russia. We are going to stick with Ukraine and all of the allies are going to stick with Ukraine as long as it takes. The president saying he doesn't know how the war will end, but said it will not be with a Russian victory. Ukraine has already dealt a severe blow to Russia. Russia, in fact, has already lost its international standing. Karen Travers, ABC News, Madrid. Two new cases of uh, visitors at Yellowstone National Park having painful encounters with bison. 
In what was the second person gored by a bison this year at Yellowstone on Monday, a 34-year-old man was hurt when he and his family got too close. Witness video shows they were with a small child when the bison went after them, charging and goring the man. Then on Wednesday, the third goring of the year was of a 71-year-old woman from Pennsylvania. She was gored after she and her daughter, the park says, inadvertently got close to a bison while returning to their car at a trailhead. The bison gored the woman who was injured. And there's new guidance out for vaccine makers from the FDA. More from ABC's Derek Dennis. The FDA asking vaccine makers to produce new and improved shots for this coming fall, advising manufacturers to update their vaccines to protect against two strains of COVID, the original strain and the new Omicron strain that's currently circulating. The new shot would essentially combine the original vaccine with the vaccine booster all in one. The goal, the FDA says, is to give people the broadest and strongest protection possible in anticipation of a wave of infections in the fall. Derek Dennis, ABC News. WSJM News now continues with your weather forecast.